I just love this idea of not posting in real time and taking a minute away from that content so that you can get really clear on the objective of it and why you're sharing it in the first place. Hey, my name is Jenna Kutcher and I am obsessed with all things business, marketing numbers, and helping you to navigate both the messy and the magical seasons of this thing called life. I'm a small town mama who took a $300 camera, grew a successful photo biz, and now I work from home and run a seven figure online business. I teach you the tried and true secrets to building a career you adore. Shy away from the real talk? (laughs) No way. Money, hardship, growth, loss, and marketing are all topics we discuss here. Think of this as your one-stop shop for happy hour with a gal pal mixed with business school. Pull up a seat, make sure you're cozy, and get ready to be challenged and encouraged while you learn. This is the Gold Digger Podcast. It's crazy to think, but for the last 12 years, I've been a content creator and I definitely wouldn't have given myself that title over a decade ago, but I have been showing up online for years, publishing content, sharing my life, growing my business from what I wear to what I ate for breakfast, to my favorite marketing strategies, to the realities of being a CEO and a mom. In today's age of social media with constant connectivity, there is a lot of pressure to capture and share every moment of our lives as if we're curating our own reality show for others to watch and consume. And it's so easy for it all to get convoluted. Where does your life start and your content end? And how blurry are you willing to let those lines get? I think that pressure is only heightened for us as business owners who create content and use these free platforms to market our businesses and or our personal brands. With every post published, we're making a connection, we're letting people in, we're hopefully making an impact. As a writer and a photographer, it is so easy for me to imagine my life through the lens of the content that I can create and share. It's just natural for me, almost like a director directing a movie scene. That's how my head can sometimes feel when I'm thinking about life and content. And while sharing moments and stories online can be a wonderful way to connect and inspire, I have had to learn how to create true boundaries around what is my life And what is content? How do we separate the two? So today I'm sharing some tips that I've learned over the years on how to find the balance between staying present with those who matter most in our lives while still sharing our authentic and interesting lives online. Are you ready? Let's dive on in. Recently, my team went down to a four-day work week so we can spend more time in the sun and less time in front of screens. In order for us to be able to do that, we have to work smarter and not harder. That's why we're so excited about HubSpot's integrated AI tech. It's helping teams like ours automate the more tedious parts of running a business like doing research, summarizing information, writing copy, and more. Recent research shows that marketers are already slicing time spent on admin tasks in a half thanks to AI from five hours to two and a half hours per day. Just imagine with all that extra time, you could be joining us with a four-day work week too. Start saving time in your business with the help of the AI power tools built right into HubSpot CRM. Learn more and get started today at HubSpot.com. So today I was actually driving to the orthodontist to pick up a retainer and I was listening to a podcast. It was a QA and a episode on a show that I like to listen to. And the host of the podcast was answering her audience's questions. And one of the questions was, you know, what is it like to be a content creator for a personal brand? And I loved listening to her take on it because she talked about how crazy is it that you can get paid just to live your life and share your life online. But then she also touched on the fact that it can sometimes be a challenge 
challenge to separate what is content and what is just meant for living and experience. And she talked about how oftentimes when she's like cooking a meal or doing her hair or getting dressed, that she has this thought in the back of her head, like I should be shooting this as content. And I so related to that because I think that for a lot of small business owners, especially small business owners who have a personal branded aspect to their business, it can be really murky in terms of what is meant to be lived and experienced and what is meant to be shared. And I don't think we always get it right. I was on a podcast the other day and I answered the question about balance. I just don't think that balance exists. I often study the origin of the word when I feel like I am failing at this notion of balance. Balance isn't a state that is meant to be maintained. Balance is something that is meant to be achieved for a moment in time. And so as we dive into this topic, I think it's important to remember that it's okay to feel out of balance, but it's the awareness around that aspect of your life that will help you find better harmony in your life. Why am I saying all this? Because a lot of times as brands, we start to think about things as content, right? We maybe start to share more of our personal lives in an attempt to connect or be authentic. And a lot of times we can get caught up in the content. This has absolutely happened to me over the last decade. And I feel like I'm coming from a really healthy place at this stage of my life right now, given context and some of the recent changes I've made in the way that I approach social media and sharing my life online. So the first thing that I would just say is we have to really separate our life from our content. Your life and you living it isn't just meant to be content. Live your life and document it. Maybe it can become content, but I genuinely think we have to approach this subject matter of starting with our lives first, content second. And if you are a content creator, it might be flip-flopped right now and you might be listening to this and realizing, whoa, like I have been thinking about my life or my days or my experiences from a content first standpoint. And I totally think that if we can approach it all from life first, content second, it may help us find that state of harmony in a much better way. Have you ever witnessed people? So we were recently at our lake house enjoying a morning on the beach overlooking Lake Superior. It's just this beautiful scene. And in the hour that we sat there sipping our coffee with our girls while they were throwing rocks into the water, we witnessed multiple people go onto the beach, take a bunch of pictures, and then walk off the beach. They set up these beautiful scenes, only they didn't enjoy them. In fact, it was so fascinating to me to watch it unfold because I know that at times in my life, that had been me. And there was this one sweet couple and the husband was taking a million photos of his wife. Thank you to all the Instagram husbands out there. And he would hand her the phone. She would look at it. She'd adjust it. She'd tell him what she wanted different. And then they just got up and walked away. And it was like, man, what a missed opportunity to enjoy this beautiful scene and this beautiful moment. Like to me, it triggers this thought of like, if this is so beautiful that you need a picture of it, imagine how beautiful it would be for you to enjoy it. Right. And it was so interesting to just kind of watch it. And it's so funny. I just saw a meme the other day and it was like this hilarious video of this woman with her eyebrows raised. It was like your wife, the minute she decides to set her phone down and you're still scrolling. And I think a lot of times when it comes to phone use and content creation and doom scrolling and Instagram, it's really easy to judge people when you're in a healthy place, right? To notice the unhealthy behaviors. But 
when you're in it, a lot of times it just goes by unnoticed. And so I feel like having that sort of awareness is huge. But something that I often think about is if this is an experience worth photographing, it's an experience worth experiencing. And that kind of pulls me back into the moment of like, wake up, pay attention and notice. So here are some of the ways that I've kind of shifted my approach when it comes to social media and the way that I share my life online and the way that I think about content. So one of the things that I've done for years, and I've shared about it on this podcast before, is that I challenge myself to film and share just 60 seconds a day. So remember when Instagram stories were just 15 seconds long? In my mind, I'm thinking four frames a day. It could be four Instagram stories. It could be one reel. It could be one long Instagram story. It's not a lot to let people into just one minute of your life. That's like 0.069% of your day, just one minute. And I feel like that's a good amount of content to be sharing, especially if you're someone who doesn't often upload or share content. Think about sharing and letting people into just one minute of your day. That can give you that state of connection that you might be craving and also help you have a true brand, meaning a personality behind your offers without adding a lot of work or pressure to your plate. So I often think about, especially when I'm feeling uninspired, How can I let people into 60 seconds of my day? Just let them into my life just a little bit. What does my day look like and how can I do that? It's not a heavy lift, but it can really help for you to get comfortable showing up online and it can allow you to create content that allows you to connect. Now, another rule that I've done for years and years and years, and I tell people about this all the time because I think it truly can shift the way that we use social media, but also how we feel about it and the intent of it in our lives is that I never post in real time. So this is something I've done for years and years and years, especially when for almost a decade, I only shared professionally shot images. This has just always been my go-to way of sharing, but I think it can really shift the way that we look at social media and content. And so what do I mean by this? So do not post in real time means get the shot, shoot the video, and then sit on it. Don't shoot it in Instagram, shoot it on your camera roll. Very seldom am I actually shooting content in Instagram. A lot of times I'll shoot it on my camera roll and then I'll just wait on it. So like, for example, if you're out to dinner and you want to share your dinner experience, take the photo and then put your phone away. Like, don't just set it on the table next to you. Like, put it away. My friends and I, whenever we go out to dinner, I will literally bring a purse with and I will hold my purse open and I'll make everyone put their phone into my purse so that we can just have really undistracted conversation. And so what I love about this is if content is important to you, if it's something that you think about, get your shot and then put it away. Keep your devices out of sight. One thing that Drew and I will often do is if we go on a date night, we will actually leave our phones in the glove box. Does it mean we don't get content of our date night? Sure. But does it mean that we get undistracted time together? Yes. And so one of the things that I think is just powerful is so many people are so used to shooting their content on the app and then, okay, now we've got to caption it. Now we've got to add a link. We've got to do all these things, which pulls you out of that moment that keep in mind was so beautiful. You wanted to document it and share it in the first place. And so when you can create the content, sit on it, and then share it when you have more intentional time, it can make such a difference. I often try to ask myself before I pull up my phone to post anything, is this a good time? 
Is it a time where I can be undistracted? I'm not missing out on life. I'm not missing out on my children. I'm not missing out on quality time. Is this a good time to be on my phone? And I think even just having that one second pause to ask yourself that question can often reveal maybe places in your life where you are often distracted or you're stressed out or you're trying to get content out that feels important to you, but it's pulling you out of your life. And so when you don't post in real time, it gives you that break from that immediacy of sharing and it allows you to do this next tip. So before posting anything, I ask myself these three questions. Why does this matter? Who is this content for? And why should anyone care about this? And I love these questions. So why does this matter? Maybe it is something that is meant to connect. Maybe it is something that is meant to drive conversions. Maybe it is something that is meant to give you a business result. And so why does this matter? You want to be able to answer the question, like what is the goal or objective of this content? The next question, who is this for? Now, we know it is very easy for social media and content online to be very self-serving. Is this for an ego boost or is this actually meant to help, inspire, serve, educate, give humor to the people that are following you? Who is this content for? If it is only for you and your ego, it might not be the right content to share And then lastly, what is the point of this or how do I make somebody care about this? We have to keep in mind that as we're sharing on social media, we are giving people this tiny glimpse. If it's an image, we're giving them a glimpse into a millisecond of our day. If it is a video, it is usually giving them this slight glimpse into our lives. And so what is the point of this? And so getting really clear on why should anyone care about this? And is there an opportunity to help them care about it further, whether it's through your caption that you're sharing or your call to action or the way that you are sharing that content? And I think that this is a powerful way to look at content because it allows us to get clarity around, okay, why am I sharing this? And who is it for? And what impact is it making, whether it's on someone else's life or on your business? And getting that clarity simply through asking a few simple questions before you go to post can help your strategy, but it can also help you understand which moments are just meant for you on your camera roll and which moments should be shared online. For me personally, I usually will shoot content throughout the day and then I generally will go through my camera roll once my kids are in bed and 90% of what I shot in the day is going to live in my camera roll just for me and my own personal memories and I share about 10% of them. Only 10% of what I shoot, even maybe less than that, can pass the test of answering those questions of like, why does this matter and how do I provide the context required for someone to get something out of this content? And so I just love this idea of not posting in real time and taking a minute away from that content so that you can get really clear on the objective of it and why you're sharing it in the first place. You can't dig your biggest goals without a little hard work, which is why I bet you'll love listening to the Hustle Daily Show brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network. Hosted by Zachary Crockett, Jacob Cohen, Rob Litterst, and Juliet Bennett, the Hustle Daily Show brings you a healthy dose of irreverent, offbeat, and informative takes on business and tech news. With short 10 to 15 minute episodes released every day, you're bound to learn something new this week. From updates about meta and AI to how Domino's is flipping traditional pizza delivery on its head. Listen to the Hustle Daily Show wherever you get your podcasts to stay up to date on what's going on in business and tech. 
You're already so close to having everything you need to transform your ideas, those little sparks into your brain, into something real. Far too many good dreams die before they've had the chance to grow. Fear stomps them out. Lack of planning keeps them quiet. And we're committed to changing that today. Are you ready? My Gold Digger Printable Planner is here to help you map out every plan, list, tracker, and prompt that you need in order to achieve your personal goals, your business dreams, or your wellness vision. Whatever your ideas are, you are equipped to plan and play. Snag the Gold Digger Planner at jennacutcher.com slash Planner for the resources to get that dream down on paper so that it can finally grow. That's jennacutcher.com slash Planner. You might not know this about me, but one of my favorite roles that I play in life is being a host. That's why Drew and I are hosts on Airbnb. If you want to generate extra income and have space to share, you should definitely check out Airbnb. As a mom and full-time entrepreneur, it's been super easy to fit hosting into my schedule. Over the last few years, we've had many visitors and we've even been voted super host several times. Whether you've bought properties as an investment or have unused rooms waiting to be shared, hosting on Airbnb is the practical and profitable choice. And just think about it. If you've put a ton of time, effort, and work into your home, someone out there probably would love to experience it while they're traveling. So next time you're planning a trip or want to make some extra pocket change from your spaces, consider hosting on Airbnb. The hosting process is simple, practical, and tailored to you. Your home might be worth more than you think, Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The next thing that I think is so helpful when it comes to content creation that can simplify the entire process is figuring out ways to capture your life, even the boring parts of it. So I have started shooting a ton of content that is just for us of our day-to-day lives, where it means I'm setting my camera up, you know, against a bowl on our kitchen island and just capturing what it's like to make breakfast in the morning. Or today we were playing Duck, Duck, Goose, and I set my phone down on the floor and just shot a little bit of it. And these are some of the mundane parts of my life, but this is what I want to remember. I think a lot of times when it comes to content, we get caught up in this notion of like, I only want to share the special things, the beautiful things, the perfect things. I know that was something that really haunted me for a long time of like, I want this to feel so editorial and perfect. I want it to be the perfect shade of white. I want all of these things. And when I look back at my camera roll, I'm like, but like, where is the life? Like, where is the messiness? Where is the joy? And so something that I've been trying to do is just setting up my camera and just shooting some of the more mundane, boring parts of my life, but like the parts of my life that I'm living and don't get it twisted. I'm not doing this all the time, but a lot of times I'll think, what is one minute of my day that I could capture that just like shows me my life in this season, whether it's, you know, getting Quinny up from a nap or, you know, snuggling with them on the couch or like, what is that? Because I want to look back at those videos and be like, this was my life, not just reserved for beautiful vacations or extravagant locations, but like my actual life. And here's something interesting that comes with that is that when you shoot your real life, I think that those are the most beautiful memories to have, but also those are sometimes the moments that people want to see. Those are the most relatable aspects of your life where people are like, wait, 
She's just like me. She does laundry. She's wiping down the countertops. She's, you know, organizing her closet. Like just some of those mundane things are the things that we connect with the most. And so when we get caught up in this content creation process where we're only showing the best of the best and the highlight reel and the glamorous sides, people often can lose that disconnect that maybe connected them to us in the first place. It was so interesting because I was talking to one of my best friends and she often struggles to show up online. She's like, I just don't get how you do it in an authentic way. Like, it just feels like I'm literally walking through your day with you. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. Like, that's what I want for people to feel. And so I challenged her. I said, people want to see your real life. People want to see you making your coffee or hear what you're eating for breakfast or get a sneak peek into your routine behind the success that you show. I love when I get to see people in their homes because then all of a sudden, if I'm listening to their podcast, I'm imagining, oh, I know where they're recording it. Or if they're talking about a conversation that they had with their spouse or their partner, I'm like, oh, I can imagine the couch they were sitting on when that conversation happened. And so I challenged my friend. I said, if you want to add more authenticity to your feed, think about just shooting little bits and pieces of your life outside of the work you do, outside of the products or services that you offer to let people in. And what's awesome is, is I gave her the challenge. I said, just 60 seconds a day. And when I see the content she posts where she's doing this thoughtfully, I know like I feel more connected to her. I know her audience feels the same way because a lot of us get caught up in, I'm only going to show up when I have my makeup on, or I'm only going to show up when I have my hair curled, or I'm only going to show up when I'm dressed for an interview and things like that. And that's awesome. And I totally get how that feels. But if we're looking at it from a content standpoint, people want to see your real life. And I will tell you, undoubtedly, people connect more with your real life than the beautiful, highlight, curated, polished stuff. I'll just tell you that right now. So one thing that I've been doing is as I've just been shooting little clips of footage throughout my life, I created a photo album in my phone's albums of just B-roll. It's considered B-roll, those behind the scenes clips. And what's awesome is, is a lot of times I will pull that content and use it for reels that I'm making or videos that I'm creating or to be like the background of a Instagram story that I'm sharing something for. And so that content really comes in handy. It doesn't take any extra work to shoot it. Just set your phone up, hit record, get, you know, a couple minutes of a clip crop it down to 10 seconds. And that's just letting people into your real life. It's not taking a lot of work. And what I love about it is that when your phone pings you of past memories, you're going to look back and be like, that was my life. Like that was the actual life I was living. And so I just challenge you to do that, to just document your life in that beautiful way. And Hey, on top of it, a benefit of it is that you might be able to use some of that as content and a way to connect with people on a deeper level. So the next thing I want to touch on is boundaries. I have this line in my book and I think about it all the time when it comes to boundaries, because I think a lot of us struggle with boundaries, especially women feel like we were painted this idea that boundaries are these barriers, things that keep people and things and joy out of our life. But in reality, boundaries keep us in our life. I was just talking to one of my best friends and we were talking about how recently both of us have had separate arguments with our husbands where our husbands are like, you need to put your phone down. And it can get so tricky when you are someone who creates content online, because again, when you are on your phone at times you are working now, not all the time, but at times. And so it can be really hard to separate. Okay. What is pleasure 
and enjoyment on your phone and what is work on your phone and how do I communicate that with my partner? But we both said this was kind of a wake up call for us of like, am I on my phone too much? Am I just, you know, scrolling just to scroll? Like, am I too connected? It was so wild because after Drew and I had had this conversation where I feel like him and I are often a teeter-totter where he's maybe on his phone more and I have healthier boundaries. And then we flip-flop and we kind of get on each other about it. And it can cause this point of contention in our marriage. After this discussion that we had, I was on my phone, hilariously enough, and I got this ad on Instagram And it was for this app and this box. And immediately when I saw it, I understood it and I bought it. And what it is, is it's this app and box where you put your phones in. So it's this beautiful box. It's like cream colored with this beautiful wood top. And you open up the box and it has slots for your phone as well as chargers for your devices. And so this box is meant to house your phone and have your phone out of your sight. Sounds so silly, right? Drew and I were laughing because we're like, is this what it has come to? But anyways, I told him about it and I was like, I want to get this. And so this app basically gamifies not being on your phone. So when we think about things like social media, there are so many correlations with dopamine and the the hit, the serotonin that is released when we open up the app and, you know, all of a sudden we're seeing all these stimulating things. And so basically what this company did is they created this app that gamifies not being on your phone. Like the goal of it is to get you off of your phone and more present in your life. And so what happens is, is when you plug your phone in and put it into the box, it is tracking the amount of time that your phone is in that box. And what's so cool about it, and we recently just started using it, we're already very obsessed with it, I'm already telling my friends about it, is that if Drew puts his phone in the box, I get a little notification that Drew just started a session. And when I put my phone in the box, he gets a little notification. So our family is connected on it. And then at the end of the day, it will give you a log of how much time your phone is in the box and it can help you set goals. And what I also love about it is that when your phone is in the box, then after when you go to pick it up, it'll ask you, what did you just enjoy? What did you just do? And it brings this awareness of like, oh, I was just super present with my kids or I was reading a book when maybe I used to be scrolling Instagram or I exercise. And so it's just this really cool concept. It is sad. Yes, that it has gotten to this, but for people that need help with boundaries, there are different tools, apps, platforms, ways to track your phone use that can allow you to create boundaries. So whether you're setting app limits to go off or creating a password that only your partner knows that will lock you out of things when you've been on your phone too much, or you're doing accountability contests with your friends, whatever that looks like, I think it's a huge part of phone use. And studies show that we are addicted to our phones. And so I'm going to link and tag this app and this box in today's show notes and show description. But this is a tool that we just brought into our life. And I'm really excited about it because I want to enjoy the rest of summer. I've told myself, you know, summer is winding down. I want to be so present. I want to make memories. And I just feel like if I recognize the need to bring a tool into my life, I'm going to do it and I'm able to do it. And so Drew and I are now getting very competitive about who can have longer sessions and have their phone in the box more. And I love that. And I also just love that it shows our kids like we don't need our phones with us all the time, right? We can put our phones away out of sight, out of mind. So anyways, that's something that's interesting for us. But I think that having boundaries, 
communicating those boundaries and having people in your life that can help hold you accountable to those boundaries can be a really great way of separating your life and content. And a lot of times with Drew, I'll express like if we're out on a date or something like, Hey, I just want to get one picture of the food or one picture of us together. And then I'm going to put my phone away. And oftentimes I can hand him my phone to keep it out of sight, out of mind, because we know how addictive they are that we're just always grabbing for them. There's some statistic that it's like, we pick up our phone like 80 times a day or something. I mean, it's, it's absolutely crazy. And so figure out some boundaries, communicate them and bring in that accountability, whatever that looks like, whether it's a box in your home or an app or boundaries expressed to people that you love. Here's the life and work hack for you. Ever since I started getting dressed in the mornings before working from home, I have been more productive and efficient. I guess the saying dress for success is actually true, which is why I am obsessed with quince. Quince offers luxury fashion without the hefty price tag. With prices ranging from 50 to 80% less than similar brands, it's a no-brainer to choose Quince for timeless style at unbeatable prices. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the middleman, passing the savings on to us, the savvy shoppers. Personally, I've snagged the Italian leather bow ballet flats. They've truly become a wardrobe staple. And let's not forget about their stunning 14-karat gold jewelry, which adds this touch of sophistication to any outfit. Whether I'm working from home, dressing up for a date night, or a play date with friends, Quince always delivers in style, quality, and affordability. If you're ready to elevate your wardrobe without breaking the bank, join me in embracing the Quince revolution. Trust me, your closet and your wallet will thank you. Indulge in affordable luxury at quince.com slash gold digger for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com slash gold digger to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Let me tell you, I love it when I find a way to blend style and comfort this is why I am obsessed with Jenny Kane. Jenny Kane is a California brand through and through, and their staples make getting dressed a breeze. We're talking minimalist, effortless, yet totally refined, which is exactly my vibe. I wear Jenny Kane's house slippers every single day. I even sent a pair to my best friend, and I've been on the hunt for the perfect shoe for travel. I just grabbed their suede kitten heels. They are timeless easy to pack. And when I wear them, I get compliments and it also helps that they are super comfortable. I've also got a quick shout out their sweaters. The oversized cotton fisherman and the cotton cocoon are perfection for everyday wear. And even as the weather warms up, they are absolutely staying in my rotation. Now, the best part about this brand is that you can mix and match the pieces effortlessly. Pair their sweaters with classic denim or a simple slip dress, and you've got a look that's put together without even trying. Jenny Kane believes in the art of Simplicity. And on top of the amazing clothes, they even have home essentials. We're talking timeless furniture, cozy pillows and throws, and the most incredible candles. Find your new uniform at jennykane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use the code golddigger15 at checkout. That's 15% off your first order at J E N N I. K-A-Y-N-E dot com promo code golddigger15. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. One other thing that I think can be incredibly helpful when it comes to this content creation process and what it looks like 
is figuring out ways to batch your content. So if you are someone who wants to be consistently showing up and creating content online, instead of feeling like you are on this hamster wheel of constantly creating, figuring out ways that you can batch work. So thinking of a way that you can maybe plan and strategize all the content that you need for say the next month. So if you're posting three times a week and you need to create 12 posts, how can you do some legwork in the front end of like planning out, okay, I wanna record this reel, this is the audio, this is the vibe, this is what I need to do for that. And hammering out a bunch of content all at once and having it all saved on your phone so that you can just pop on and hit publish and engage with your followers and then get off of the app. I have not always been good at this. And I can tell that I have a different sort of relationship with my phone when I have a content plan than when I don't. And when I maybe am falling more into comparison or feeling guilty that I haven't been as present online. And so having a way to create content potentially in a batch work way can really help you. I recently hired a part-time project manager to help with the content creation piece. And so we're still figuring out our system, but anything you see posted on my feed is me posting it and creating it. Like I am the person editing the reels and captioning the reels and writing the captions. Like I have not outsourced any of that. And so I've recognized like this is a place where I want to have better processes in place so that I am not always feeling like, okay, what am I going to post today? Am I creative? Am I inspired? Am I burnt out? Am I on my phone too much? What does this look like? And so I've recognized that when we go into phases and seasons where I have more content planned out, I know exactly what I need to shoot. I know exactly how to shoot it and I can knock it out and have it done, which gives me a different level of confidence and a different relationship with social media. And so if you can do batch work, I think that can be a really awesome way to do that. One other thing that we've been doing that has allowed me to have boundaries around my content creation, but also have themes in what I'm sharing is that what we've been doing is looking at the month at a glance and giving each week's content a theme. So each week I'm talking about one theme a little bit heavier than the rest of the content. And even just having a very loose framework in that way has allowed me to be like, okay, this week's theme is podcasting. Next week's theme is my book. The following week's theme is online courses. And just having more themes allows me to look at content creation in a different way, have a clear plan of what type of content I need to be creating instead of just thinking, okay, what the heck am I going to share today? Why does it matter? How do I get people to care about it? I think this has been really helpful for me in just, in just harnessing in my creativity, but also allowing me to share freely as I go. One final thing that I want to talk about and something that I have been learning in real time and just kind of figuring out when it comes to boundaries and creation and what that social media content creation looks like in terms of my life is figuring out my comfort level in each season of life. So as you know, we recently stopped sharing our children's faces online And so figuring out, okay, well, what does content look like from that standpoint? And that has really shifted the way that I look at sharing my content, that I think about content. And so really evaluating, okay, what season of life am I in? What is in my life that I want to keep private? And what do I feel comfortable sharing? And why do I want to share that thing? And I think that, again, when we can bring in a level of awareness around the content we're sharing and creating and why we're sharing it, it allows us to approach social media from a much healthier space. 
There is a difference between having secrets and being private. There is a difference between authenticity and airing your dirty laundry online. And so figuring out what lines you are willing to walk, what you want to share and connecting it to why you are sharing it can be a really great way to help you separate your actual life, the one that you're living from the content you're creating. For me, when we were going through that shift of not sharing our children's faces any longer, I had to ask myself a lot of questions around like, well, why was I sharing them? And what did I get out of that? And why do strangers need to see these moments of my life? And I feel like it made me kind of pull back even more into more of like a private place of what I share. And so as someone who has been, you know, proclaimed as this like authentic person online, which I still am and still want to be, I've had to figure out the difference of like privacy and secrets, what I want to share, what is helpful to share, what I want to keep behind the scenes in my own life and really separate my life from content. And so I think that when you are thinking about this topic and if it's something you struggle with, getting really clear on these are the categories or the things in my life that I love sharing that help other people that help my business grow. These are the areas and things in my life that I am not comfortable sharing or I don't want to talk about. And that's okay too. And so getting that clarity can help you clarify places that might feel a little bit murky of where one begins and the other one ends. So there you have it. I hope that today's conversation was hopeful. I definitely need these reminders and practices in my life to continue to keep me on track. And of course, there is nothing wrong with documenting and sharing our own experiences online. I think it's an amazing tool for self-expression and for building your business and your community. The key is to attempt to find that harmony between living in the moment and enjoying it while also figuring out what and how to capture those moments if they are something that you may want to share. And let me say share later. I always say that the goal is to live a life even more beautiful offline than the one that you're sharing online. And when we lead with our lives first and let content arise organically from those life experiences, it definitely becomes more of a pure reflection of our own journey rather than the sole purpose of our existence. So let's remember to cherish and live every moment fully, whether or not it ends up online as content, embrace the journey, celebrate the highs and the lows and allow your life to unfold naturally and beautifully. After all, it's the authentic and lived experiences that truly shape who we are and the impact that we can make on this world. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Gold Digger podcast. Until next time, keep on digging your biggest goals. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five because you just finished another episode of the Gold Digger podcast. Did that go by way too fast for anyone else? If you want more, head over to golddiggerpodcast.com for show notes and all the discount codes from today's sponsors. And if you're looking for a new crew of movers and shakers like you to bounce ideas and ask questions, be sure to join my exclusive community for gold diggers on Facebook. The link's waiting for you at golddiggerpodcast.com. Let's face it, life and business can be stressful. And it's not just your mind that suffers when you're feeling tense or anxious. Stress can also affect your digestion and your immune system too. So what do we do about it? Introducing Just Calm, the breakthrough new stress soothing formula from Just Thrive. Say hello to a steady, serene, more relaxed you. Just Calm's proprietary mood lifting blend is clinically proven to help you relax and breathe a little easier in as little as four weeks. 
And for Next Level Mood TLC, there's Just Thrive Probiotic. This is the probiotic my whole family swears by. This spore probiotic banishes bloat and constipation so your gut can produce more serotonin, which is your happy hormone. Plus, it supports better sleep so you can wake up feeling refreshed and revitalized. With Just Calm and Just Thrive Probiotic, you'll have the ultimate stress-fighting duo to help you win the day every day. To learn more about Just Thrive, tune into episode 734 with their founder, Tina Anderson. I loved chatting with her about the gut-brain connection. And if you're ready to take control and live your healthiest life yet, you can get 20% off your first 90-day bottle of Just Calm and Just Thrive probiotic today. Visit justthrivehealth.com and use a promo code GOLDDIGGER. Take control today with Just Thrive. That's justthrivehealth.com, promo code GOLDDIGGER.